And immediately, light bulb, I was like, my health. My health is something that I have not been prioritizing to the point that I want to. And I know that impacts how I show up as a wife, a mom, a friend, and a business owner. But I hadn't prioritized it because it was good enough. And I think that there are so many areas of our life that this is the case for us. There are so many things that you're probably not putting your best foot forward because it's good enough. And I don't want to be just a good enough person in really any aspect of my life, but especially one that is really irreplaceable. Mama! Welcome to Mama Has Goals, your weekly reminder that you shouldn't have to sacrifice your dreams to take on the role of mom. I'm Kelsey Smith, mom of two boys, wife, and entrepreneur who's passionate about helping other moms, current and aspiring, to reimagine mom life. I'm bringing you the resources, support, and relatability to debunk that limiting belief that you may have about your ability to achieve your goals while raising a human. We're covering everything from mom guilt, marriage, relationships, careers, finances, mental health, physical health, you name it. Your life doesn't have to fully shift once you become a mom. You can have it all, and we'll show you how. I don't consider myself an unhealthy person, but I've also never significantly prioritized education around health in my body. And I've been doing that a little bit more this year. And today I wanted to dedicate this episode to where I'm at, what's worked, what I'm still working on. But before I do that, I want to just have a disclaimer that I am not a doctor. I have no medical or nutritional background. I am just sharing from my perspective what I have done to prioritize my health and my body alongside motherhood. It's a goal that I currently have that I'm working on and everybody is different. You should definitely talk to a professional, a nutritionist, a medical professional, a doctor to run anything that I've done by them first. Now, with that being said, my focus has truly just been around education and caring for my body. And like I said, I don't consider myself unhealthy. I have pretty good medical records. I have a pretty good healthy body in many ways. And growing up, I was pretty healthy as well. I was naturally active through activities, but I participated in dance which the way that I participated in dance didn't teach me how to work out in a gym or how to make that a part of my lifestyle per se going forward. I was just very active in my practices. So that kept me really active and healthy. But I didn't know how to lift weights or have like a workout regimen. I just practiced dance and that kept me moving. When I graduated high school and I stopped doing movement in that same way, I did dance a little bit through college. And of course, I still dance with the kids and have fun, but it's not the same competitive level. I also stopped eating as healthily. Our bodies change. I had children. I introduced alcohol into my diet, things like that, that impacted my body that I wasn't seeing, of course, growing up. So we expect our bodies to change. We expect things to happen. Our hormones change, all of that. But I never really prioritized learning about it and making really effective habits to counteract that. Now, last year, I was at one of the retreats 
that I had invested in for my business and my education. And my mentor said, what is something that you are just so sick of yourself for that you want to change, that you know that you have the ability to change, but for some reason you're just getting in your way? And immediately, light bulb, I was like, my health. My health is something that I have not been prioritizing to the point that I want to. And I know that impacts how I show up as a wife, a mom, a friend, and a business owner. But I hadn't prioritized it because it was good enough. And I think that there are so many areas of our life that this is the case for us. There are so many things that you're probably not putting your best foot forward because it's good enough. And I don't want to be just a good enough person in really any aspect of my life, but especially one that is really irreplaceable, arguably. We can't replace our whole bodies. Like our bodies are the vessel that carry us through life. And without nurturing that, we may lose out on opportunities because we haven't nurtured our bodies and our health enough. Now, there are things, of course, that are debatably out of our control when it comes to our bodies and our health, but there are so much that is in our control. And I knew I wasn't showing up the best for my body that I could be. So I don't eat fast food per se, but I still like sushi and champagne. And I probably overeat even that salad that I maybe didn't need as large of a portion for. I love pasta and I love carbs. So allowing myself to love certain things. And I live in Napa, California. Food and wine is a huge staple of the culture here. And I like to be a participant of that culture. But I knew I needed to be really real with myself and honest where I was making decisions that didn't have to do with that. And let me give you a couple examples. Opening a bottle of wine on a Tuesday to have a glass is different than partaking in high quality wine and food in an environment, experience, things like that, right? The other things that I just wasn't showing up for myself for is I was not prioritizing moving my body. I've never, like I said, post-dance been great with prioritizing movement. I do love walks and hikes and things like that. I could walk and hike all day, but going to the gym for 30 minutes versus going on a three-hour hike to me is just so different, and I can't go on a three-hour hike every day. So allowing myself to find ways to move my body has always been a challenge. So when I really started looking at these things and was like, okay, I'm not going to go on a huge workout sprint because that just hasn't been working out. I just keep not showing up for myself in that way. So what can I do? Where can I find a solution to better impact my body and my health? And I looked at drinking. I was like, okay, I don't need to be partaking in alcohol this way. I can find a different way to move my body and prioritize it. And where can I show up differently in my diet and my food, sleep patterns, things like that to benefit myself for my health ongoing for the bigger picture? So the very first place I started with that was we actually counted calories and weighed our food for about two weeks, my husband and I. And I do think having your partner support you in what you're doing is helpful. Doing things together was helpful, but we did it differently, I will say. So it's okay to do the same kind of outline with a different approach or a different result, and you'll have to figure out what that looks like for you. 
But we bought a scale and we weighed our food and our calories for the first two weeks. And the reason I did that wasn't because I wanted to just count calories, but I wanted to be aware and understanding of what I was putting into my body. And this was super, super insightful for me because there were things that I was eating that I thought were super healthy, but were also really high calorically. And it was just insightful for me to be like, oh, wow, when I have three tablespoons of chia seeds and flax seeds on top of my yogurt, my Greek yogurt with berries and some protein just became a five, six hundred calorie snack. And allowing myself to see that, that I would have never really realized before if I hadn't been counting those things out, thinking, oh, this is healthy. So I do recommend that if you're not super aware of what the caloric impact of your meals, like I said, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a nutritionist, not advocating for you cutting calories in any way, but it was important for me to know, to have that insight and information moving forward. And I think that if you get anything out of this episode, that is really it. I hope that you just have the information and the knowledge to how you're fueling your body and the choices that you're making in your health. And then the choice is up to you. But knowing the information is really important. Now, I also paired that with knowing what I was doing with the drinking. And so looking at wine and champagne, when I first started really stepping into trying to make better choices, I was probably averaging four nights a week that I was consuming alcohol. So whether it was a glass or two, I was averaging probably four nights a week with two glasses, some nights more, some nights less. And when I started looking at that, I was like, whatever, it's a glass of wine. It's a glass of champagne. But the thing is, I knew it wasn't benefiting the highest, best version of myself and my body. And if I wasn't going to prioritize working out, then I had to look for a solution somewhere else. So it started with me saying, I'm only going to partake in alcohol on the nights that I've moved my body during the day, that I felt like I had hit this level of moving my body throughout the day, whether that was a certain number of minutes of walking or working out, whatever that was. And then what I realized is the more that I worked out, the less I even wanted that alcohol or that beverage. But also, I really had to make that promise to myself. If I wasn't going to show up for myself in this physical way, then I definitely shouldn't be putting things into my body that really have no positive impact on my body. And one of the other things I thought about was just my age and where I'm at in life, that if I was having that amount of alcohol into my body now, where was that going to put me 40, 50 years into the future? And when I started thinking about it that way, I was like, wow, I really need to rethink my habits around this. Now, I'll dive into that a little bit more in a minute, but the other biggest change that I made was looking at the education around the food. What am I putting into my body? What is that? Second was, what do I need to stop putting into my body? Was drinking, looking at foods just a little bit differently. And then the third thing was movement. I don't know why I have such a hard time prioritizing moving my body throughout the day, but I just do. I think it is natural with motherhood, and then it's just not something that I do. So I needed to find a way to do that. Like I said earlier, working out is harder for me than moving my body on a walk or a hike. So the easiest, fastest change that I made was when I was playing with the kids on the ground. If your kids are bigger, this might not be as applicable. But for young kids, I would stretch while I was playing. So stretching is not the same thing as working out and moving your body, but it is beneficial. 
I would stretch while we were playing with the kids and I would try to get in anywhere from five to 15 minutes of stretching throughout the day. I would say that I average that less than twice a week still, but I still try to prioritize it. The other biggest change I made was hanging out with friends had to pair with a walk. So as much as possible, unless there was an event going on, I was going to meet up with friends with movement. So whether it was pushing the kids in the stroller and going for a walk or just me and a friend having a walk and a talk, that has been really impactful for me. I get to have time with conversations with adults. I get to have friends that I keep up with, but I'm also moving my body and getting my movement in. And my friends have loved it too because they also get to do that. So that would be the other biggest, easiest change that I would say I made. So once I got the information of counting calories and weighing my food, I realized that I was eating larger portions than I really needed to be. And one way that I've helped benefit myself with that is just make one smaller plate to start. And if I'm truly still hungry after I'm done eating, I will have a glass of water and then I will sit and enjoy dinner with the kids for a couple minutes. And then if I'm still hungry, I do allow myself to eat a little bit more if I'm really hungry. I also take into consideration what else I've ate throughout the day, what we're eating. Is it going to fuel my body or do I need to eat something different to actually fill me up and fuel me? And that really right there has been the other transformational thought process is does this meal support my body best? Does the decision I'm making with my food support my body best? Because food is fuel, right? So Once I thought about what I was eating, I tried to make smaller portions. The other thing I changed is just my daily routine with how I consume food. So first things first is I wake up and drink a glass of water. Right now, I am taking some advice from someone that I love who is Jenna Kutcher, and she starts her day with lemon water with chia seeds. And so I've implemented that into my life, but starting with water first, even just a regular glass of water. And then the next thing I do is have a higher protein breakfast. Some ways that I do that is eggs. I also like having higher protein smoothies. So whether it's Greek yogurt, chia seeds, flax seeds, plant-based protein powder, and a bunch of greens, that's typically what mine looks like. And that is typically how I start my morning. I've also made a commitment to myself that 99% of the time, I am not going to have caffeine until after I've had that water and I've had that high protein breakfast. So once I've had that high protein breakfast and that water, I will allow myself to have a cup of caffeine if I really want that. The other big change I would say is really reading labels. There were a lot of things like I mentioned at the beginning that I was eating that I thought were healthy because of the marketing or the packaging. And I realized that they were really full of fillers and fake ingredients and things that weren't nurturing my body to the best of my ability. So that has been another big shift. And then I have had some weight changes with all of these, and I don't know if that's a part of it or not. Again, I'm not a professional, but I think that having less of those fillers or those things that I thought were healthy and weren't probably also has an impact on my energy and my weight because now I'm really more focused on whole ingredients. Even with a marketing degree and background myself, I'm surprised I didn't look into this more before. But really now when I buy something, I try to be really aware, is this marketing or is this actually healthy? And what are the things that are actually making up this product? 
and really just being aware of reading the whole packaging and the whole label. So even today, I was reading something that I thought was a positive ingredient in it. I shot the label to a friend and she was like, well, it'd probably be better if it didn't have this in it, but it's not horrible. And so just learning that. So find someone that you can ask. Maybe it's hiring someone. Maybe it's finding a friend or it's doing some Google searching yourself. But allow yourself to really just get curious with what it is that you're putting into your body. The other thing that was really important to me was to realize that I'm teaching my kids the education for their food and they're watching me, right? So the relationship that I have with my body and food and how I care for it is something that I'm modeling for them. And so just being curious and mindful and wanting to make the best choices, I know I'm not going to do it perfectly. I know that I'm learning a lot right now because I don't have any education or formal background in this. And things are always changing. The information that's provided to us, the technology, all of that is ever evolving. I'm not going to always know, but if I can model to them that, hey, your body's important and love your body as it is, but care for it to the best of its ability, that's what I hope that they get from me. So that's how I'm showing up for myself and saying, okay, my body is the most important thing for me to educate myself on. If I am learning by reading books or for my business, for my house, for my job, whatever that is, that's all great, but my body is the most important. And if I'm not educating myself on how to improve my health and my body, then I'm letting myself down because that's the only thing I can't replace. The other thing that I think is really important is that I'm trying to do all of this in pieces. I'm taking one step at a time. So like I said, I started with just like ground level, like what is my benchmark? What am I currently consuming and what is it? Then, hey, if you're not going to prioritize these other things, what can you cut out? What other changes can you make? How can I allow myself to live my normal life but introduce new things alongside of that? I'll give you an example. I was at an event recently and they had a happy hour as a part of the event. We got free drink tickets as a part of it. Old Kelsey would have been like, yeah, I'm going to get a glass of wine. I'm just going to go grab that. And there's nothing wrong with that. But reality is I really only enjoy quality wine growing up in Napa, being in Napa. I know a little bit bougie, but that's what it is. And so I knew if I was going to go get this free glass of wine, to be honest, I probably wasn't going to like it. And I don't need to be putting that alcohol into my body knowing I'm not even going to enjoy it or like it. So I really have just had a little bit more intentionality around social drinking and thinking first, not just grabbing it, thinking, okay, what is my intention behind this beverage? Am I having an experience with it? Am I really going to enjoy it? Am I celebrating something? Why am I partaking in alcohol in this moment? And how have I showed up for my body recently around this? Do I feel like I've showed up in other ways to be okay with this decision? People say that you shouldn't have to earn your treats and things like that. I don't think that I'm earning alcohol per se. I'm just thinking about it differently and not just automatically grabbing it, having a better relationship with it. And I feel that way about alcohol, food, caffeine, really everything is how are you showing up for yourself in that way? What is the intention behind it? Are you just snacking to snack? Are you just getting coffee to get coffee? Are you reliant on it? Or are you having a healthy relationship with it? So that's been big for me. The next steps for me are really prioritizing that movement. Like I said, through this process, I have lost some weight. And now I want to get strong. Now I want to really prioritize strength and having a better relationship with moving my body. 
I don't take any supplements currently. And one thing that I've decided to take on is not just taking a supplement, but learning what I actually need to supplement in my body. So that's my next step is figuring out what do I need to supplement and what does that look like? And sleep. As you know, listening to this, I have always been kind of a late night person. So I have shifted that. I have been going to bed earlier. I would say I used to average maybe three nights a week that I was staying up really late. And now I average one. So that is an improvement. And I'm continuing to shift my sleep schedule to go to bed earlier and wake up earlier. I am starting to believe that is healthier. So that's what I'm currently choosing to do. And I'm just continuing to learn about food and ingredients and the quality of what I'm buying. This has felt really good for me. While it's great that I'm seeing it reflect my clothing, my size and the scale, because I did want to improve that a little bit because I wasn't at my healthiest. I also can tell that my mind is more clear. I have more energy. I'm able to handle stressful moments or anxious moments better. And I feel healthier. My skin is improving. I feel like I'm taking better care of my body. And that feels really good. So again, do what is right for you. This is just a little milestone here for me to see what I've done and to hope that you can learn something from it as well. But at the end of the day, find intentionality into what you're putting into your body and how you're caring for your body because it is really important. Tell a mom in your life that you see and love her by sharing this episode. Giving while your cup is overflowing always pays itself back tenfold when you need it most. 